And Father, we honor you. Holy Ghost, we worship you. We praise you. You are the president of the body of Christ. And Holy Spirit, we welcome your glory in this atmosphere. We thank you for who you are, God. We just worship everything about you. We would not be here today if it wasn't for you. We praise you, Holy Ghost, Spirit of prophecy. We release you in this atmosphere. Do what only you can do. In the name of Jesus Christ. In the name of Jesus Christ. Hide my flesh behind your cross. That no flesh will glory today in your sight. I pray use me to set forth your oracles. I bind every force that will seek to hinder the prevailing power of your word in this atmosphere. Father, find a David today with your holy oil. Anoint them. Raise up somebody from obscurity. Father, perform your miracles. Do your wonders in this atmosphere, I pray in the name of Jesus. And all God's people said a mighty amen. 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 Glory be to Jesus. You may be seated. Hallelujah. I'm at odds on what to even talk about. I had a, a private time with God studying uh, this morning with the Holy Spirit, and, and, and let me tell you, have you ever been by yourself, just you and the Holy Ghost, and you, you just lost your mind running all over your room? Uh, Taryn Clement, good to see you, uh, evangelist and pastor Taryn uh, Clement over there. Uh, it, it's such a, uh, uh, an honor to sit at the feet of the Holy Spirit and receive revelation. Sometimes when you're in your room by yourself, you could bite the back out of a chair just the way God speaks, and then you come into the atmosphere, and you want to release that level. Do you understand what I'm saying? But it, it, it can become uh, a bit difficult. So I'll go today as deep as you're willing to track with me, if that's okay. But what I will tell you is your level has changed in the name of Jesus. What I will tell you is your dimension has changed today. In the, You came in one way, you're going to leave another way. Do you understand what I'm saying in this atmosphere? You see, everybody who encounters to Jesus. There was a before and there was an after. Someone said, I was blind, but now I see. I was lame, but now I can walk. There is no encounter you can have with Jesus and still remain the same way you came in. Do I have a church in this atmosphere today? There's something about, it's, it's all I want to talk about, encounter with Jesus. That you don't need a hookup, you don't need to hand out a business card, you don't need to give anybody. As long as Jesus in heaven is talking about you, rumoring your name around. If, if, if everybody turns against you, if God be for me, who dares to oppose me? And so I, I, I've grown to appreciate more and more the presence of God. Because I've realized that though we are all in the same place, we are not all in the same dimension. Let me calm down. Though we are all in the same place, we are not all in the same dimension. Some of us have shown up in a room. 
because some of us have showed up in the spirit realm. Do you understand? And so it does not matter. I've realized in my years in church that the power is not necessarily on the front row. There can be a sister without a microphone, but she has a secret life with God. You know, in our day where apostles are ordained on Instagram and Facebook and suddenly because you can preach, you think you've got a platform. But there are those who went and there are those who were sent. It's not because I have a talent to speak that I hold a mic. I must be sent from the presence of God. And so we don't all walk in the same dimension. There are those who want God to appear publicly, but they are not willing to appear privately before God. And it's this I want to deal with. Because with our song, we love Him. But with our lives, we must learn to fear Him. I've learned that worship is not necessarily the songs that we sing on Sunday. Worship is when I can say to my wife, I'm sorry. Worship is when I don't cheat on my job. Worship is when I don't leave early because everything I do, I do out of the fear of the Lord. Ah, the first time I heard the word worship in the Bible, something was dying on an altar. It was a man taking his son Isaac on a three-day journey up a mountain to kill something in his life. Worship is not a song. So with this I realized that Jesus Christ walked with three men, with 12 men, not to teach them how to live. But that three-year journey was to teach them how to die. I know this isn't your popular message, but we want to see a dimension of God. Listen, our conventional wisdom is not going to work in the sophisticated world we're entering. We can't preach at it when people are changing and deforming their entire bodies. Do you understand the kind of miracles we're about to need? Where somebody has completely changed their sex and God doesn't demonstrate his approval or disapproval by what you say, but by regrowing entire regions of their body. And then you cannot question anymore because God has demonstrated his power in miracles. We need wonders again. We need signs again. And my God said he's going to make you a sign and a wonder. Do you understand what I'm saying? I was in a party once. My kids were running around. I got three beautiful children. And they were running around. And just whatever. And somebody said, whose children are these? Now, before I claim them, I want to find out what they do. I'm not stupid. I'm like, what happened? They said, oh, my goodness. They're so cute and so smart, so intelligent, so polite. Then I said, I'm their dad. What's up? He said, these children are... So amazing. I need to know who their parents are. And the Holy Ghost spoke to me. And he said, I want the world to say that about my kids in this next season. But my children are waiting for me to come for them. 
But I'm not going to come for them till I come through them. Listen, there's coming a day that the world is about to say about you, whose children are these? Whose kids are these? And you're going to be able to say, I'm a child of the Most High. Let me, let me calm down. Let me calm down. Let me calm down. We got to... So I wanted to talk today about frequencies. Because we got to find the sound of God again. Do you understand what I'm saying? I want to talk about frequencies because I was sitting in my car one day and I was having a, I have these moments where I question just about everything. I was listening to my radio and I was wondering how is, has anyone ever wondered, how is sound transmitting from somewhere else to me? In this room right now, there are many voices. Did you know that? But we cannot all hear them. But if I got a radio and set it up in this room and start tuning that radio, all of a sudden I'll begin to pick up sounds, words that are already in this atmosphere. It's just that I have to tune to a frequency. Do you understand what I'm saying? Because there's a... There's a there's a, there, I, I started studying. How, how does this thing happen? It happens by AM and FM, amplitude frequency and, and free, uh, uh, an FM frequency module. And I was looking at it and it says when a, a, a signal, let's say 1087, is released, the amplitude is the height of the wave and the frequency is how many are coming. For me to be able to hear it in my car, I must tune myself to the exact same amplitude and frequency as what is being transmitted. When this happens, there is a harmony called resonance. And I was looking at the life of Adam and Eve. Because there's this moment in the garden where God says to Adam, you see, God made everything on earth as it is in. So he looked at the trees on earth in heaven and he said, trees, be. And there were trees. He looked at the animals in heaven and he said, animals, be. And there was. But God saw something was missing. himself so God wanted to make you so he looked in the mirror and he said let us make man in our image and after our likeness now I want you to know something up until this point God is naming everything he's naming everything but the moment he makes man it is illegal for him to name And he brings all the creatures to Adam to see what Adam will call them. Now, Adam was of such mind, such frequency with God that he could speak as an oracle of God and whatever Adam called the animals was already established with God in heaven. But something happens in the life of man. And I don't have time to go through the full story. But Adam and his wife sinned. And God said, Adam! 
God is transmitting and they are hiding. And God says, Adam, where are you? He said, we heard your voice in the garden in the cool of the day. Now I don't have time to break that down. What it means by in the cool of the day literally is the Hebrew word ruach. You see, Adam was saying to God, we have come out of your frequency. We heard your voice in the garden, in the spirit. We still had a sense of the spiritual life. We could hear the sound and we were hiding from the sound. And then something happens. He said, Adam, where are you? He said, we were naked and ashamed. So we hid. And God said, who tuned you? What frequency For the first time, Adam, you are saying something independent of me. Who put this oracle in your mouth? You see, the first thing for man to really change as an evidence that there was a wrong frequency is our mouths started to speak something different from God's. He said, who told you, Adam? What dimension are you currently operating on? I want to tell each and every one of you in this room, in the short time that I have, that there are things trying to tune you right now. Uh, there, there, is, there is the pressures of life at this moment while we're talking, trying to tune you out to God. I want you to know something profound about God, that God can be in a place and you don't know it. I want to tell you, your miracle is here right now. I want to tell you, the Lord is here right now. I want to tell you, the glory of God is here right now. But what are you tuned to? Jacob woke up from a dream and he said, surely the Lord was in this place. See, because you've got an understanding of heaven, that heaven is somewhere But Jesus said, the kingdom is at Someone do this. Just reach out. Just reach out. This thing is not far from you. This thing is not far from you. When I say your next level is here, I mean it. It's right within your grasp right now. Father, we are breaking a curse today. It's called near miracle syndrome, where you're always almost there. Today you are crossing over into your place of breakthrough. Can I prophesy to somebody in this atmosphere, something is about to shift after this meeting. It's right here. It's right here. It's not up there that we should bring him down. He's not down there that we should bring him up. No, no, no. This kingdom is nigh onto you. It is in your heart and it is in your mouth. For with the heart man believes. But with the mouth man confession is made. There's a dimension of God coming upon you. And you will never be the same again. 
You are about to be turned into another person. Whatever garment you were wearing before, I see the Spirit of God rearranging your life right now. I hear the Lord. And He's saying, tell them I am changing their story. Everything that has been known about you till date, God said to tell you, I am changing your story. Even where you are stuck, God is moving you. I'm telling somebody right now, your mistakes won't matter in this next season. Do you understand what I'm saying? You're about to shake some stuff into the fire today. Huh. There were some things sent to bite you. Some things sent to destroy you. You see, when Paul finally makes it to the other side, a snake jumps out of the fire to bite him. People quickly, you know, when bad stuff happens, people will be the first to talk. Some of you have finally made it and some snake has risen to bite you. Some of you have finally made it and some dream comes to attack you in the middle of the night. Let me give you Paul's secret. It's called chill. See, it's you that's treating the devil like he's somebody. You're making him bigger than he really is. The Bible says there's coming a day when we'll see Satan and we'll say, is this the one? This was weakening the nation? This is it? So when the snake jumped out of the fire, somebody said, he's a wicked man. Some of you got people talking about you right now, just... Just shake it off. Who is it that wrote the song? Shake it off. Shake it off. Some of you got some people who wanna who wanna tell you that you won't make it without them. Just just shake it off right now. Some of you got some trials. That are, listen, I'm doing some spiritual work today. Some of you got some things sitting on you right now. You gotta learn to be like David and just just shake it off. Just shake it off. You gotta learn to just shake it into the fire of the Holy Ghost. And they watched him. There are people right now who are not supporting you. They're watching. Do you know why they're watching? You know, I was in, uh, I, I was in Monaco on a little retreat. And as I was there, I went to the spa. I don't usually relax like this. But I went to the spa. I was feeling bougie. And I, I saw there was a, you guys did the sauna. And then there was the swimming pool. And then there's this demonic ice thing. And I noticed something. There were very few people in the sauna. Because it was too hot. There were even fewer. Just one crazy guy in the cold thing. Everybody seemed to be in the swimming pool. And it was then I realized the scripture. You are neither hot. Because hot is uncomfortable. You're not cold. Because cold is also uncomfortable. You're just. And you know why you're doing it? Just in case you're in here. You're a double agent. Let me explain what I mean. You're waiting to see who wins. 
before you throw in your support. I know, I know. The Bible says they were watching him. There are people watching you right now. They're not, you see, when I was down, this is why I love Dr. Oscar. When I was down, he was there with me. Do you understand? Some of you don't need mountain people. You need valley people. The valley is verifying. The valley is God's verification process. Because there are many people with you on the mountain. When things are great, they love you. The same voices, Hosanna, crucify him. Don't trust man. Man is, man is fickle. In one moment, man loves you. They'll celebrate you. They'll put you on a pedestal in the next moment. I'm not cautious of the cold ones. It's not my enemies that scare me. It's you in between us. You, you don't like my posts on Instagram. You're just watching, watching, waiting for me to fail, waiting for something bad to happen. You're telling people around you, 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 you want me to fail so that you can punch your friend and say, I told you, I had a dream about him. If you had a dream, then get on your face and pray. Intercede. Cry out to God to turn the sin. I don't need devils in hell when there are so many in the church. There are some Christians that have put the devil out of business. Because some people I look, I say, why do we need Satan? There are demons that have come to me looking for deliverance from Christians. They said, police, set me free from this Christian. They're, they're, they're doing better, a better job than I am. I'm bored. I've resigned. Frequency. Why do we need the frequency of God? Amos chapter 3. Surely. Someone shout surely. The Lord God does. God, it's like you're doing nothing in my life. Maybe. Maybe it's true. Because surely. He said absolutely. There are times God is. Someone said God is always doing something. No, he's not. That's a religious thing you said to soothe yourself. Because my Bible and your Bible says, surely the Lord does. Why does God do nothing? I'll tell you why. Can I tell you why? You see, the signature of God has always been the same. And he said, I am the Lord who decrees a thing first. Because when God does what he's about to do in your life, do you understand what I'm saying? You are not going to say, I got lucky. 
And nobody around you is going to say this happened because of luck. The signature of God is he will decree to you while you're broke, while you're sick, while you're infirm. And he'll say, I'm going to make you a voice to the nations. I'm going to make you a trembling and a fear. I'm going to make you a sound in the earth. His, his, his signature has always been to decree it. So that when it happens. why God prophesies because if he can speak it over you but see something happens every time you are prophesied over please hear me surely the Lord does no thing do you know what it says in the Hebrew surely the Lord does Lodabar Lodabar means without pasture, without fruit, without life. That means your field can remain fruitless till somebody prophesies an oracle over your life. This is why you've got to be careful about the prophets you speak against. Because your next level might be in their mouth. Oftentimes God will hide something in a vessel that you can despise. God will put something in somebody that seems ordinary. Somebody that seems useless. Just to see if you can honor not them but the person behind them because God will do and Satan will make sure you get offended with the very voice that was sent to lift you so that God can do nothing this is why Satan attacks the prophets have you noticed every time a prophet speaks over you suddenly suddenly And often, I'll tell you a mystery that you may not know. When a prophet speaks over you, God begins to baptize you in the contradiction of what they said. This is my son in whom I'm well pleased. And then the Holy Ghost, come, come Jesus. Let's go to the very one who's going to question everything I just said about you over here. If you are the son of God, often God, you, you'll be prophesied over that you're going to be a financial deliverer. You have lost more money this year than you ever have in your life. But somebody keeps telling you, you're going to be a financial deliverer. Why, 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 why is it happening? To see, to test your spirit, to see if you're going to believe what God has said and Jesus said it is written no organ, no keyboard no preacher, listen it's not about what you say on Sunday now it's about what you say on Monday when there's no music playing, no organ there, no preacher to encourage you, you start going it is written about me, it is written about me God will baptize you in the contradiction. Called to be a prophet, only one person on your Instagram page. It's been a year. I wonder how some people stay encouraged. Instagram, one person, and it's me. Have you ever shown up on someone's life? And you're the only one there. And then they go, oh, oh, hi, Apostle Toby's here. But you, and you just swipe up real quick and you duck out. <laughs> Hello? 
called to heal the sick and never been more sick in your life before and even the devil is looking at you saying physician heal thyself why are you so sick what's wrong with you God will baptize you in the contradiction and he will place you in a wilderness to see if you can produce the oil from within he will see if you can tap into a frequency Are you here today? I haven't even got through point one of my message. But let me, let me land the plane and let's pray. Surely the Lord does load a bar. Surely I remain in a passionless place with nothing happening in my life of meaning until a revelation comes. There's a revelation coming from God on somebody's life today. And when that revelation comes, all hell will break loose against you. But I want to encourage you, you are equipped to handle it. I want to encourage you, some of you, God is going to remind you of the dream that he first gave you when he called you. I want to remind you that even if your axe head has sunk today, my God is going to bring it back to the surface. I want to tell you that you are born to trouble hell. I want to get on your side and tell you in the frequency of heaven, there's a cloud of witnesses around you. And some of you have entered dimensions that no human being can even encourage you anymore this level you don't even know who to call and let me tell you who's encouraging you right now Abraham is standing there with you telling you listen don't worry about it I waited for many years for my promise and God brought it to pass let me tell you Daniel is with you right now even though devouring lions are around you and Daniel is saying trust in the Lord who shuts the mouths of lions are you listening to me don't worry Joseph is with you and he's saying God will bring and he economic prowess out of this famine you're in in the frequencies of heaven suddenly you're hearing voices encourage you some of you are now at a dimension you think do I call my how do you even explain to your friend what you're going through it's so nuanced you are surrounded by a cloud of witnesses. I was looking at this the other day. And I was saying, God, I want to interact with your dimension. Can I go a little bit deeper? And just a tiny bit. I've, I've taught this before. Why couldn't God find Adam? Because God was looking in another dimension. Because God is spirit. Some say God couldn't find Adam because, you know, God could find Adam, but he was just respecting his right to hide. No, no. God was looking for Adam in the dimension he made him in. In the frequency he called. He said, we heard your voice in the spirit, in the ruach, in the realm. But right now, Adam is not in that realm. Adam is in the flesh. To understand dimensions, you kind of have to step the world down. Just uh, so with me, imagine a two-dimensional world. In 2D world, you have flat land, a piece of paper. People can move like this and like this, but they cannot move like 
No concept of this dimension. In fact, to Mr. and Mrs. Stick, in Flatland, we don't even exist. So in Flatland, they can enjoy the privilege of atheism. And it's not so that we don't exist. It's just in their material understanding, they do not understand that there are more dimensions than the one they're in. And so one day I do something. I come down into Flatland. What does Mr. and Mrs. Stick see? They don't see me coming down because they have no concept of up. To Mr. and Mrs. Stick, I just appeared. And how would I appear? I would appear as a line getting thinner as it got closer. So they would say, it's a line. Then I get really tired of Mr. Stick misinterpreting me. So I launch him out of his dimension. Suddenly, Mr. Stick starts to go, there is more to me than meets the eye. Mr. Stick starts to see his dimension. His wife is not just a line, she has. As he comes back down into his flat land, his wife says, you just appeared. Where will he say he came from? He said, I came from, can he even point? So to explain his dimension, he needs things outside of that. No. To explain what he saw outside of this dimension, he needs to use things within this dimension. So the kingdom of heaven is like... The kingdom of heaven is, is like a, a tree. It's like the Holy Ghost is like fire. He has to use things in this dimension because he does not have that extraterrestrial language to explain what he's seeing. So God does something. God designs this three-dimensional world. There's places I want to go, I'm avoiding. In this three-dimensional world, he creates a three-dimensional avatar. And he... He puts the fourth dimension inside... This receiver. Are you here with me today? Now this receiver is an interdimensional being. He has the ability to be a more efficient process than angels. Because angels hear something in one dimension and then have to travel light years to this dimension to explain it. But for you and I, we can exist both here whilst we are there at the same time. 
I want you to imagine this world is just a, a, a projection. Scientists studied it. They said in the study of macroology and microology, they said there's a limit to bigness and there's a limit to smallness. And because there's a limit, we exist within a parenthesis. They call it the metaverse. And when scientists found this out, the scientists who found it out jumped out of a window. Because they re realized reality is a virtual projection. Nathan, can I have my, my thing, please? So, there's this day, <laughs> I was in my house. Just bring it here. I'm in my house. You can stay here, Nathan. You're going to put it on because I need to see. I'm in my house. I'm a kid. I got toys. I'm in my house. And I'm, can I have a chair? Is there a chair? Real quick. Real fast. Just sit here, Nathan, on this chair. I'm in my house. I was playing Star Wars. Okay. I'm a Jedi Knight. The Force is with me. Some religious spirit just got really offended. I'm sorry. Listen, it was a joke. I'm sitting on my chair, slashing Darth Vader. Suddenly, this experience became so real to me that I about dove off the chair and fell. And I laughed at myself because I started to believe more in that reality. Than the one I'm really in. You see, that virtual reality has been coded. Jesus is the logos or the logic behind this code. So when Jesus was walking on water, he is walking on his own code that he designed. Are you listening to me today? He is shifting a virtual reality. Are you hearing me? When he heals the sick, he is changing the code and the DNA because he is the logic and the logos that made you. Nathan, get back on the chair. So there's a day Stephen is being stoned. And while he's being stoned, there's a glitch in this reality. And he says... I can see Jesus. Nobody, see, he, this is the real reality. He said, I, see, while he's in the virtual reality, he is seated. In the virtual world, I can move around and be seated. Do you know that you are seated in heavenly places in Christ? This is not the reality. I've been having a series of dreams lately. Because of the season we're in Rosh Hashanah, God is speaking to his prophets. Every day it's like a movie. 
The last dream I had, God was saying to me, space, space, matter, and time are illusions, and you're about to break them. Let me tell you what that means. Some of you are about to shatter records in your life. They said sickle cell is in your family. It's about to end with you. Do you understand what I'm saying? They said nobody in your household ever becomes wealthy. It's about to end with you. Einstein said this world is an illusion, albeit a persistent one. But by faith. Let me land my plane. Let's pray. Oh, we're going to pray. Are you hearing me? We're going to pray. Uh, so Jesus meets a woman at a well. Yeah. John 4. And by the way, the, the well was, was the hookup spot. It was the Tinder of the day. You know, the women would go with their... Men be like... Jacob met his wife where? Isaac's wife was found where? Moses' wife was found where? So Jesus sends his disciples away to have a conversation with a woman. Because they're not going to understand it's the controversy of this rabbi speaking to a woman at a well. He says, I mean, some of you men, I pray, I pray game into you. Some of you Christian men, I've been seeing your text messages. For some reason, us Nigerian brothers are losing it. What's up, baby? How are you, darling? And you send a picture in one singlet. The Spirit of God binds you. See, the other prophet was preaching in the previous session that we shouldn't be cursing people and, you know, we should be praying. I said, I said where, was, where is he? He was here. What's his name, please? Prophet Stephen? I said, Prophet Stephen, I've got to take you to Nigerian church. We don't just pray for, they don't just pray for enemies to die. If my enemies will somersault and die. Hey. It, it's not enough for them to die. The body has to somersault. I said, prof, I've got to take you there. You got to. Jesus meets a woman. At a well, says, woman, give me a drink. <laughs> so you keep thinking these ladies just like it nice and polite and you're just cute. You're so dainty, uh, uh, you'd knock over a feather. This was a masculine man, a man, woman, <laughs> Mufasa. Some of you men say, I was looking at you, I just, I just like you, I just, I just think, can I get your number? I pray grace, receive it. 
Jesus meets this woman at a well, and he says, woman, get me a drink. He says, how be you a Jew? Ask me a woman. I'm a Samaritan for a drink. If you knew the gift of God, if I could teach men confidence. If, if you knew the gift of God and who it was asking you for a drink, you would have asked him. He would have given you living water. Now we get into all kinds of he said, where are you going to get this water? My well. My issues are too deep. You can't handle all this woman. He said, this water, if you drink of it, you're going to thirst again. But what I'm going to give you shall be in you. Jesus basically said, listen, you're going to be the kind of wife that won't need... My bank account. I'm going to give you your own bank account. You're going to have something in you. Shall be in you a well springing up to everlasting life. She said, give me your number. He said, where's your husband? Uh-oh. said, I, I don't have any. He said, you're right. You've had five. The one you're with now, that's not even your husband. So you just, you've had five. I love the grace message. Five could symbolize that grace of God. The one you're with now, six. Is that number of man and Satan and incompletion? But I'm about to be seven. What you've been lacking is me. This is why you're still thirsty. The conversation suddenly changes. Shall I perceive you're a prophet? You say that we should worship over here. So we worship, you worship on the mountain, we worship on the mountain, you worship in the temple. So the woman, the hour is coming. And now is. You don't understand. He said, the prophecy has already come, but because I am the fulfillment of the prophecy, I am here right now. The hour is coming, and by the way, now, where the true worshipers, can I give you the secret to God's frequency? Worship. Worship is the absolute and total secret to God's frequency. Where the true worshipers will worship the Father in and in truth. For the Father, if I could give you an illustration of what worship looks like. The closest illustration I can give you is... Peter and the disciples on a boat. Suddenly, there's a storm. And Jesus comes walking on the water. Are you listening? Peter said, if it's you, bid me come. Jesus said, 
come. I want to tell you something that God always brings me back to every single time I'm in a, in a worship environment, like the one with Naomi Rain yesterday. I use that. I didn't care if I got snot-nosed. I didn't care if my, my sweat ran through my shirt. I didn't care what designer I was making at that, I was wearing at that point, because worship is my opportunity. It's my time. And here this woman was opening up a portal and the space for me to enter in to a place of encounter. You see, what's worship? I guess it's the same thing faith is. As I was there in the green room, sat before God, the Spirit of God began to tell me, examine yourself to see if you're in the faith. I said, what do you mean? Our faith is built on nothing else. But Jesus Christ and righteousness, our faith is on nothing else but the blood. Some of you have come so far that your faith has switched to how long it was before your last sin. And you don't know that you've entered into a self-righteous state because righteousness is a person. Righteousness is a person. Because as long as Peter kept his eye on Jesus, he can float. Because he's not walking on water. He's working, walking on the code itself. He's walking on the logic itself. As long as his eyes are on Jesus. Some of you enter worship environments and you start worshiping and then suddenly you notice something and you've lost the flow. Or you're worshiping and the adversary starts to accuse you and you put your hands down real quick and you drop your hands. My faith is built on nothing else but Jesus' blood and righteousness. What's my job? Holiness is not the absence of sin. Holiness is the presence of God. And if you are not full of God, you are just full of self-righteousness. And this is why we have a body who can look down on each other and join the accuser. Because we're in righteousness Olympics. Not knowing that all have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. And the glory of God is the face of Jesus. And we are all being transformed. From one dimension of glory to another, as we behold. Worship is about beholding him. Worship happens when I can press past the waves and the storms and the accusations of the enemy. And I can fix my gaze on the only one qualified to make me righteous. The only one qualified to make me pure. But he's not just qualified to make me righteous. See, the gospel is not complete if we think the gospel is only about keeping us out of sin. Not the gospel. That's why he died. I'm going to say something that will shock you. Jesus was not God's plan B. If Adam had never sinned, God still would have sent Jesus. 
What are you talking about? And God took, he said, let us make man in our image after our likeness, male and female. Then he took out of Adam and made the female. Then he said, man, you're not going to be complete until you learn to cleave and become one with that person who I gave you. And this is the mystery of Christ in the church. That we cannot enter that stage called glorification. Something will always be incomplete. We'll keep coming back to this well to thirst. See, the death of Jesus covered the sin nature. But that resurrection of Jesus covers my right to glorification. To walk in what the Bible calls the theosis, the teleos, the perfection. This thing is not just about keeping us out of sin. This is why we live from Sunday to Sunday. This journey is about glorification. We are being transformed. Every worship session, I'm being transformed. Every time I go into a room and pray in tongues, I'm being transformed. Every time I get quiet and be still and know that he's God, I'm being transformed. Every time I love my wife and lay my life down for her, I'm being transformed. Every time he tests me and I worship him in the midst of my test, I'm being transformed. There's coming a time where the true worshipers, what does it mean by true worshipers? And I'll land my plane on this one, I promise you. What does it mean by true worshipers? While Job is on earth, God is having a com conversation with God's adversary, Job's adversary. And he says, hey, look, can you go and test this boy? Can you go baptize him in contradiction? Hey, 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 Lucifer, you were my worship angel. But now I need to teach you how to worship. Because you're a worshiper, but you're not a true. Why, why, why? Because angels have never had cancer. Angels have never lost a loved one. Angels have never had a day where they had to mourn the loss of a loved one. Angels were never sick in heaven. Satan fell in perfection, yet he was the worshiper of heaven. He was irresponsible. One of his duties was worship. God says, I'm going to teach you how to worship. Because true worshipers worship God in the midst of contradictions. True worshippers like Job, though he slay me, I will trust him. All the days of my life, I will wait until my change comes. I know my Redeemer lives. True worshippers, you're the true worshippers. Because in the midst of everything you've been going through, you still lift your hands to worship God. Some of you lost loved ones in COVID, still showing up on a Sunday. I know my Redeemer lives. I know my Redeemer lives. Some of you have been sick in your body, laying on your bed with all kinds of sickness. Still go, You are the true worshipers. Some of you have been through hell and high water. People have backstabbed you and walked away from you. You've got the scars to prove it. But you're still worshiping. Do I have any true worshipers in this room today? I said, do I have any true worshipers in the room today? Do I have anybody who wants to show the devil for the next five minutes what it really means to be a true worshiper? That though he slay me, I will worship him.
are going to pray. And a new dimension is coming upon you. And let me tell you what this dimension will do. Everything you've been chasing is about to chase you. I promise you. Everything you've been looking for somebody's been looking for a new building I'm telling you somebody's going to come to you and they're going to say it's yours why don't you take it it's yours, the land is yours you're going to be begging them saying let me pay you they'll say God told me to give it when this new dimension comes upon you because of what you're wearing in the realm of the spirit. Even your enemies will have no choice. Are you listening to me today? This garment that's coming upon you is a new authority to walk in the realm of the spirit. But let me tell you something. In, my, in the private room, I was busy rebuking the adversary over all of your lives. All his accusations and his voice. One drop of that blood has wiped it away forever and for good. I said forever and for good. Whatever record Satan has against you. I am telling you the devil is a liar. I am telling you the devil is a liar. Your life is for signs and wonders. Some of you are about to annoy the devil. Are you listening to me? He's been sending hell against you. And Oscar was just saying, dancing. You, you are dancing and he's looking at you. All kinds of confused. Because he knows what he sent against you. And you keep dancing. But he's saying, wait till they get outside the building. I'm telling you, a Monday anointing is coming upon you. Uh, What's a Monday anointing? A Monday anointing is when I wake up at 5 a.m. and I'm brushing my teeth. Just, hey, I know my Redeemer lives. I know my Redeemer lives. A Monday anointing doesn't require music or sound. Look at you. You confuse Satan. You confuse the devil. You're still standing. Not your neighbor and say, still standing. Look at your other neighbor say, you bad. You're still standing. So, we're going to do something in a moment. Yes. You know, in the tabernacle, the priest would have a bell and a pomegranate, a bell and a pomegranate on their garments. Uh, many believe if you could still hear the sound of the bell, you knew that the high priest was still alive. If you look at a bell, a bell has a tongue inside it. Yeah? When Jesus, our high priest, died, 
Some of you are already getting it. And he rose to life. Suddenly, suddenly a bell started ringing on earth. And that bell is the sign. This is why Satan doesn't like your speaking in tongues. Because that bell is the sign that the high priest is still alive. Can you open your mouth and pray in the Holy Ghost? Oh, Mediga surre bebeyaza, le baba baba kaye, rusaba, ruta la la baba yesuraba. Oh man, I love you guys. Just repeat after me. Repeat after me. Say, Father, your word says. I go from glory to glory. Therefore, God, I come into your courtroom in the name of Jesus and I undo every work of Satan that has held me at this level, that has tied me to this dimension. I am ready for the new glory. I am ready for the new dimension. And I appropriate it now in the name of Jesus. Open your mouth and pray in the Holy Ghost. Open your mouth and pray in the Holy Ghost. Rakatosa, Riba Babayet Supraya, Lacosia, Ricatazio Rusaba, Ruta la Lacatada, Recetazio, Rababo Sicata. Say, Father, I tune my spirit to your frequency, to your realm, to your voice. I command in the name of Jesus a gag order on the devil in the name of Jesus. I command his voice in my life to be eternally shut down in the name of Jesus. Pray in the Holy Ghost. 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 Kasope libro sifa mandiga sora tasupre isapalia. Jesus, Jesus, I see a new dimension. I see a new realm. I see a new dimension. This Rosh Hashanah. I see a porter. Heba supre mandigeso labrusiate recatosa rakaba lembrusia latosa reketa parokoba lebrusia mandekesoa.
I see a new dimension opening. Soko papaye. Repeat after me. Say, Father, in the name of Jesus, I command my eyes to open. I command my ears to open to what says the Spirit of God in the name of Jesus. I decree the eye of an eagle in the name of Jesus. I decree the heart of a lion in the name of Jesus. Open your mouths and pray in the Holy Ghost. Something is coming upon you. Fix your eyes on Jesus. I dare you. Pierce through the clouds and the darkness. And behold. Rocco Pariazzi. Behold. Liprosicata. Ribababazzo. Behold him. Behold him. Behold him. Behold him. Behold him. Holiness is a person. Righteousness is a person. Sekaparian sopea. Ten sopreya. This new year, this Rosh Hashanah, something is coming upon you. Hey, hey, hey. Sapa, Librosia, Hakosa, Rimandian Sopriates. That's it. Listen, there's a new dimension of God. There's a new dimension of the prophetic. If you can see it, you can have. Oh, Rima. Peliad sopria. Vinaman sopridastis. I see you, Jesus. I see you, Jesus. I see you, Lord. I worship you. I worship you. I, I worship. I pour my heart. I pour my all on you. The true worshippers, the true worshippers, the true worshippers, in the good and in the bad, through hell and high water, I will worship you. I don't care what it looks like, I will worship you. Hepalaba, Rokopaliansis, Rima de Ansoprosivatia.
Jesus, I tune to your frequency. I come to your sound code. Malie sobriates. This Rosh Hashanah marks the close of an old season. And the Spirit of God says, I am bringing you into a new. And the Lord says, the anointing on you before will not be the anointing on you now. For the Lord says, you will be transformed into another person altogether. And the Lord says, I am lifting you out of Lodabar. And I am placing you in the palace of the King. And the Spirit of God says, you will behold me as I am I just saw a gag order that the devil placed on a prophet's mouth being lifted right now in the name of Jesus that spirit of control that spirit of manipulation it breaks it breaks, it breaks, it breaks, it breaks, it breaks. That's it, that's it, that's it. Receive a new anointing. I see you rising like eagles. I see you rising like eagles. I see you rising like eagles. They said there's no more voices in the UK. The devil is a liar. tuning to God's frequency you are tuning to God's frequency my thoughts are higher than your thoughts and my ways are higher than your ways says the Lord as high as the heavens are above the earth You're tuning to a higher dimension. Who told you? 
Who told you you were unworthy? Who told you you were broke? Who told you you were dyslexic? Who told you you were blind? Who told you you have cancer? <laughs>